0: Try right,
1: left combat diva. Hey. Yo, welcome back, 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 back to the combat divas podcast. It's your girl TG. And your girl Tanisha B. Hey, I love the intro so much. I play it at home sometime and my kid catches on like really quick. So she be like, oh, not the combat divas, mommy. We we'll have, have, sing like, we'll have to have a intro. We have to have a CSS introduced. Like she because not- <laughs> she don't really <laughs> can't put it all together, but like her mind she jammed it.
0: That sounds super cute. We have her singing intro one I,
1: day. I am, because she, she does it every uh, every time I play it. So that's good stuff.
0: Anyway, welcome back to the Combat
1: Divas podcast. Hey, we back for another week and we com- by- compiled a list of your comments, questions and so forth about the show. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna read them today. And some of your questions are hilarious, and so uh, <laughs> we are ready for the ride. Letter number one, Stuff. combat divas. I met this guy online who was in the army. He went to Afghanistan right after we met, and I'm gonna read it in what I feel like they, their voices are. <laughs> uh, he went to Afghanistan right after we met, and he's been there for almost two years. Whew. I've been sending him care packages to a place in the States because that's how he says that he gets his mail. Also, he let me know he's a Sergeant First Class, but the soldiers don't make that much money over there, so I send him money every first of the month. Uh, He writes me every day and sometimes uh, sends me regular mail. All he does is tell me how much he loves me and how much he appreciates me, but every time I ask him when he's coming home so we can meet, He gets mad and says he has PTSD, and he can't deal with this type of stress. How can I get to meet him without giving him anxiety? Oh, my God. So many red flags. Sis, uh, (laughs) we believe you're being catfished. So, sorry to tell you that. And here's why. A sergeant first class makes anywhere between $3,500 and $5,800 a month. He's not broke, nor is it that he doesn't make that much money while he's deployed. Also, he does not have the regular expenses that you have. He ain't worried about rent, gas, uh, what he going to wear that day, food, none of the above. He is making it pretty good. So the question is, and you said he'd been in Afghanistan for two years. Unless he extended, it's only a, a 12-month tour. <laughs> so that's another red flag. Mm. Uh, my advice would be to ask him some particular questions like, what part of Afghanistan he's in? Uh, if, you know, what division he's in? What company he's in? What is his MOS? And uh, questions like that. So if, if he can't answer those type of questions and still tell you, but I got PTSD, so I don't, you know, mm. don't buy it.
0: I, and say mm. your money, Tanisha B. No, I was saying, I'm like, it sounds like some real weird stolen valor type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you like TG said, I'm like, you might be again catfish. Uh, uh, or do no just straight you know he's straight line that's pretty messed up because it's a lot of us that um actually go through combat stress there's a lot of us that does have PTSD and then you got this fool lion yeah and I'm like okay so he sends you mail every day mm-hmm. and he receives his mail through a stateside that's address a that's leg. just not that's just not where you <laughs> how do you even get your care packages how do you even get the mail and how is he even sending you how does he oh even send God. you um you know writing you every day, like yeah. unless he's writing and he's for uh, uh um what future dating his uh <laughs> letters or something like that like how is he um writing you every day yeah, and one other thing um how you could tell is if he sends you mail like what's the address that he's sending it from yeah is it an a p o a e address, because that's where all of our stuff was. It'll have our company name, uh, it'll have our APO address, sure. and we won't have a, um, a regular postage. It would be stamped. Mm-hmm. However, on the corner, you will see on our envelope, it says free mail. Right. So that's a big thing. But if he tells you something like, uh, oh, I can't tell you how many people in my company due to operational security, I'm like, he must have read up on some shit. <laughs> uh, or he could very well be a stateside uh. private. This yeah, big old shit bag private he, he, lying it, to you. It definitely
1: could be a shit bag. So check your faxes and you might be being catfish. If that's the case, get out. Get out <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> Stop writing that fool.
1: Stop writing him. I mean, leave this nigga alone. So <laughs> that's you. Letter number two. And I like this one. I'm a female veteran and uh, I've been in for about 14 years now. I've done three tours overseas. Uh, congratulations. Thank for your service. Sometimes I get so down in the dumps, like legit depressed, uh, to the point where I can't do anything with my life. I feel like the army has done great things for me, but has also taken my ambition to, uh, buy a house, get nice things and go out with my friends. I don't want to be doped up on medication. How did you guys get over having the back at home blues after being away from everything you knew? Um, there's no easy answer to that question. Uh, I think we all uh, work through that every day as far as just PTSD and uh, the concept of, of being away. Wh- so what happens is you get picked up out of your element and put into a new element for a period of time and you have to uh, program your own mind to deal with that new element. And you're, you're a part of something that's bigger than you and you, you do this for you know a year or whatever. Then you come back home, and everybody else has kind of moved on in that year. And you are still at the place you were when you left. Mm -hmm. And that's difficult. Whether you saw combat or not, it's still difficult. And so the the task is to transition from uh, Army life to a civilian normal life. And you won't. You'll have a new normal that... It consists of whatever you need it to be. Um, personally, I mean, we've I've been able to move on now, buy a home, blah blah, and uh, that's just due to just doing some self work. You know, every every single day, I have to wake up with the mentality of I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make it. I can make it happen. I'm I'm doing good. You know, things are great, and I just kind of speak positive affirmations to myself. Yes. Um, I, I have went to therapy, go to therapy, you know, just for PTSD-related situations. But uh, as far as just moving forward, it's a day-to-day process. There's no, you know, one-size-fits-all answer. It's, you know, find maybe find something that you're interested in and focus on that. Uh, you might not always want to go out. You might not always want to do things. We all have those moments where we we go back to kind of just not wanting to be around people and not want to talk to people. And just kind of being in a mode, but it just can't last for a long time. If that's for a twenty-four hour period, you know, forty-eight hour period, let it be for that period. And then you have to kind—you kind of got to jolt yourself back. Talk in the mirror. Call a battle buddy. Uh, call a friend to kind of get through it. I know Tanisha B has kind of dealt with this too on a personal level.
0: No, um, I was saying that I get down in the dumps, um, uh, you know, also sometimes. And, like, it is not always easy to pull yourself out. So I found it helpful to talk. To my, you know, my other battle buddies uh, because they understand where you've been and it's possible they could be going through the same thing as you, That's true. but um, you may not want to share. So I was saying that maybe you can go to the VA and speak to someone because I found it helpful for myself to speak. But a lot of times they want you to open up to other types of traumas and I found that to be not as helpful to mm-hmm. me because- a lot of times is me trying to um, not think about the trauma so much, but just kind of like focus on how I can distract myself to do you know, something right. else. And I found it best not to hold it in because you can blow up and or you can retreat inside yourself and that's not healthy because mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't want to express yourself so you feel like no one else no one understands and you keep that stuff all bottled up and that's not healthy either cuz I'm like me myself almost 2 years ago I retreated inside myself and I shut I started to shut those out so shut out people that was close to me and wasn't expressing how I feel so mm. I tried to control it in other ways I'm like I shaved off all my hair what <laughs> that's why you did that i shaved i was going through good some because changes. i didn't know
1: because i was concerned oh i didn't know what was happening God. i mean it looks great don't get me no. wrong because i didn't know though oh my this God. is good to know okay go ahead i'm I'm listening this is why you didn't share
0: that was, it with me yeah no i, I mean I, sh- <laughs> I don't know if i shaved. but anyway you didn't go ahead uh so no uh i try to control my emotions uh by just doing like a drastic change thinking that i can control how I was feeling with, uh, like with my my hair, and it's like as a female, you hold your crown as yeah. something that's just so near and dear and close to you. So I shaved off all my hair. That didn't help, and I, in that same, within that next month, I I broke up with my boyfriend. That still didn't help. So I would just say, talk it out, sis, and find hobbies <laughs> to keep yourself busy in a positive way. Cause I straight up just just not expressing myself. I just blew up I blew up my whole life. Like it was just wow. it was just a weird space that I was in and I didn't yeah. know how to express it. So sometimes it helps to just share how how are you feeling, if not just try to talk and sometimes even talking to strangers, sometimes you can spark up a conversation with a stranger and there's yeah. no you won't fear judgment, you won't fear criticism, you won't fear... Because it's like, oh, okay, if I can talk to this person and we just in the uh, mm-hmm. grocery line or whatever, I ain't going to see... It. What's the likelihood of me seeing this person again or whatever? I don't know. It's kind of
1: hard to do, though, to spark I, I up a know. whole conversation with a stranger. Sometimes I can,
0: I can talk about my whole personal relationship with a person that I don't even know, and we sharing stories, and I'll never see that person again. Really? Sometimes it's super easy because you don't know that person, yeah, they have and no they don't know you, interest. so they can't really judge you, Yeah, you know... Your past, they can't be like, oh, so I heard that before you said you No, just right. complete stranger.
1: Wow, that's I didn't that's know me. I didn't know that's why you cut your hair and everything. I've learned something on the show. Oh my god. That's uh wow. Uh,
0: so letter number three. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can go Let we go ahead and read this one. <laughs> ah, way to
1: deflect. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: No, that's, that's good stuff right Man. there. Like, like, did you see what happened there? Like, what? No, subject changes. <laughs> so, letter, <laughs> letter number uh, three. Go ahead. Uh, I'm recently divorced from a guy in the army, and he made me feel like shit. He treated me poorly and never treated me like I mattered. In hindsight, I felt like he treated me just well enough to keep me on the hook. Mm-mm. He'd know when I was fed up, and he'd be so nice and such a gentleman until he became a dick. All over again. (laughs) I'm convinced he did love me, but I just wanted more. So we split. Mm. I'm also in the army, have been for 16 years now. Hey, shout out, me too. 16 years now. Um, Since my divorce, I go under this new young... Wait, I got under this new young, fine-ass Latino guy. (laughs) I Oh my God. He treats me so good. Only thing is, he's about nine years younger than me, but... I like him so much. I find myself pushing him away, but he won't let me go. How can I let my guard down enough to receive his love? Okay. So
1: he's my young tenderoni. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm done.
0: Yeah. No, it was, <laughs> no, it was great. It was, you know, get your vocals on wax. Okay. Uh, me, I, my my answer to that was uh, I was like uh, I used to go to that go through that too. That's that what I call the balloon effect. Mm-hmm. I was like I've never well I've never been married. However, I was in a relationship similar to this. Dude was a straight up thought lad all the time. I would get fed up with the lies and disrespect, and right before I would reach that breaking point, my balloon deflating. That would be just you know putting in just enough air to keep me going, to keep me afloat again. So I was just saying like don't don't push this guy away. Mm. Do not push this guy away. You deserve to be happy. You deserve new beginnings. You already recognized the relationship that you was in before wasn't your cup of tea. It didn't make you happy. It didn't add to your happiness. It actually took away from your joy, it took away from your happiness. So don't push this person away feeling like you you don't deserve it. You Obviously you realized your worth you walked away from that relationship. So yeah. know that you are worthy enough to be with someone that's showing you love. And it doesn't matter that that person is nine years younger than you. Uh, as long as you much. all are grown ups, as long as you everybody's legal, you know. Right. You don't want no not no scandalous situation. Right. Well, so like that that. But he was
1: he was in the army too, right?
0: Right. So a well, no, I don't know
1: bit of In yeah. the original letter, she did. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Just...
0: But anyway... You already know that you're worthy enough to, uh, to receive love, and you know that what you want out of life. And you deserve to be happy. So let that happiness in and let this young Latino man you know, add to that. Latino! Happiness. <laughs>
1: Caliente! Oh, Cali. Cali. I said it with an accent. Caliente, because they don't say Cali, okay? Americans. Oh. Uh, oh. Anyway, there is hope and love after divorce for sure. Okay, I mean, I I, I do wholeheartedly and single mindedly believe in attraction. And while you were with your marriage, and he, you know, may have been a dirtbag or whatever, um, you may have already been attracting or you know saying to yourself, "I want more," right? And you say, "I want more, I want more, I want more," and what ha- it tends to happen is that you grow apart from the person that's not giving you more, because you are desiring one thing and you know, God slash the universe is trying to give you that desire. And the the thing that you don't want is kind of exiting itself, Like right? So it's, it's constantly moving out of your life. And uh, that may have been what had happened. Um, but, you know, this guy sounds like, you know, hey, he's a lot of fun. If anything, you know, a great distraction if it, it won't go far. But it could go far. I mean, I, I know... a a personal friend of mine who uh, was in a relationship with a guy in the military and, you know, did not work out. And he ended up, you know, being a, well, he was a dirtbag to begin with, but was just a dirtbag. And, you know, after a while they they split and it was early on in their marriage. They had dated for a while, but early on in their marriage, they split. She ended up getting uh, under a new guy, you know, young, young guy. And he... Made the world a difference to her. Like he treats her like a queen. He pretty much kind of reads her mind, finishes her thoughts sometimes. I mean, they're beautiful together. They're they're such a cute couple. I like them. And uh, now they got two kids together, and you know Life she's moved good? on very well. So I mean, there is love after divorce. Like it, it seems bleak at first, and it seems like you're just kind of going through the motions. But if you open yourself up to receive, you know, the love, and not, not to push this young, fine ass, hot uh, Latina. I'm quoting no. you. Finance is what it says. Latino, Latino, Latino. Uh, you, you welcome him back. I feel like I'm bilingual. Like I can, whatever. Um, and you're welcoming him into your life. You know, hey, you gotta let your girl down to to find love in the first place. So whether you're just doing it for right now for a sport or for you know uh, actually welcoming him in your life, uh, it'll be great. In the military, we make jokes, uh, stereotypical jokes that, you know, we try to get rid of the stereotypes by making jokes about them. So, like, we say things like, gasolina, or, you know, I might sing a Spanish Spanish song
0: of, you know, okay. whatever. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's, not, it's fine. You know, the climate has changed, so you got to be careful what you say.
1: The climate has changed. Especially We're not in the, the military anymore. I am, so I can't. Oh, yeah, but in the Army, I could sing, you know, La Ventura. And, you know, people be like, oh, you're so funny, you're so funny, Sarah Jackson, or Sarah Givens. But in real life, they be like, oh, uh, the racism. Uh, it's like, no, I'm just joking. is a joke.
0: Mm.
1: Anyway, this, civilians, you know, it, it is what it is. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, letter number four.
0: Letter number oh, four. Oh, my
1: God. Before I oh. boom, 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 spiral no. down and people be like, I cannot believe how she
0: feels about Latinos. We could just edit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Latinos, man. Nah, I mean, I know. It's, it's great. I got, I got, some <laughs> of
1: so my closest friends are Latin. All right, so, uh, that's, what, uh, <laughs> that's, what,
0: that's, that's what people say about like, black like, people.
1: Like, uh, like just, some of my closest
0: friends, we could uh, Yeah, right, so, oh. so let, letter, letter number four. <laughs> letter, number uh. four. <laughs> <laughs> ah, letter number four. Letter number four. Go ahead. So this guy
1: and I'm gonna try to read it in his voice because I feel like he was turned up when he when he wrote this. He just he was at his wits head and needed some help. He's like, "Man, my damn dumbass baby mama." <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Okay, this is how he wrote it. This is how he wrote it. Man, my dumbass baby, my damn dumbass baby mama, always acting a damn fool. She in the army too, a damn captain and shit. Now she says she a professional, but I don't know. Now she didn't cut. She didn't cut me. Cut me like literally cut me with a knife. Keep my car. Damn, near ran me over in her own car. But I didn't. I didn't have her arrested because I'm a good guy. You know that's probably how you feel. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so I get my daughter from her every weekend. So sometimes, you know, my daughter be having colds and allergies and stuff. And my daughter allergic to cats. You know. So but my new girlfriend got a cat. But we keep the cat in the basement every time my daughter come over. Anyway. So every time my daughter leaves, she act like my daughter having some type of allergic reaction, and she take us to the doctor. And then she got my daughter lying to the doctors and shit, saying that we, you know, we we make her play with the cat. So now they got child services all up in my crib, and I'm tired of this. And I want to report her crazy ass. Now how can I do that? So first of all, hilarious. I'm sorry, it's funny, you know. Uh, that you had this problem with your baby mama, and uh, she a captain, but you know it is what it is. Now, I'm kind of gonna kick the ball right quick, cause I don't have baby mama drama. Oh, not saying Tanisha do, not saying Tanisha do, <laughs> but she's more p- familiar with the subject. Tanisha B. How am
0: I? I'm um, I'm like the subject matter expert on uh baby mama drama, On
1: at least weaponizing child protective I- services.
0: I, well, I was laughing at the last part. I was like, oh, okay, how, um, he want a reporter. How can I do that? I'm like, well, I, I, we're not a hotline for, for, <laughs> <reporting>, <laughs> for something like that. But, um, reporting authorities. Me, I, I, <laughs> when I read it, I was like, what in the cat? Uh, so first of all, what I said is get rid of the damn cat. Get
1: rid of the cat. I man. love cats
0: too, but I'm allergic as well. And- Anywho, I was like, the cat gotta go. If the new chick got a problem with it, she gotta go too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, when your child is with you, and her well, like when your, when your child is with you, their well being, well being mm-hmm. is top priority. I'm like, it's never okay to use your child as a pawn. Trust me. I'm like, I've been through a share of baby mama drama, and it ain't pretty. And mm-hmm. you can't control them, but you can control how you react to the drama. I so said, you say she has your child lying to doctors and saying that she's forced to play with a cat. Well, she can make up her own narrative on that because the cat still exists. The cat is still in the fucking house. The cat is in the basement. <laughs> the cat is in and around, like just around the child yeah. period. Pet The cat, dander, the everything, the child could very well be allergic. So the baby mama, because I hate saying baby mama she can use that against you because the cat is still in the household and it's affecting the child, maybe affecting the child. So get the kid an allergy test. Yeah. But that baby mama drama stuff, I'm like, it's just something that it's the other person immaturity. So yeah. you can't really control um, the situation. Um, It could sound as though you moved on and she hasn't moved on. So yeah. when they don't When they still have those repressed feelings and they haven't got over the relationship, or they're still holding a grudge against you, they lot in life is to make life harder for you. And it's even Mm -hmm. worse when there's a child involved because they can use that child. It's very immature, but they can use that child. Like I've been through um, an instance to where um, I was in a relationship with a guy that he had a kid, and the woman. Couldn't stand me. She just didn't want me around, period, because she was still holding on to shit from their previous relationship. And she used um, you know, she used her son as a pawn. Mm. She didn't want me there in the household, me and the kid bonded and, you know, had a really cool relationship early on. And because she didn't want me there, she called and had her son to ask me to leave. And if wow. he didn't ask me to leave. She said that she would come and pick him up, and he wow. loves hanging with his father. He enjoyed my presence, and she was literally ruining that child. He was like four. That's traumatic. Yeah, You was telling him, like, tell her, tell Tanisha to go home. Tell her to go home or I'm oh coming God. to pick you up. And he didn't even know how to decide that. That's He's terrible. five. He's like, I don't... But I like her. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to go, Mom. Aww. fine. I'm coming to get you. And you can hear her screaming and yelling through the phone. I'm like at a five year old. Like, what is what? What's wrong with you? Wow. You need fucking therapy. You need yeah, somebody some to. You need a, a, a somebody with a moral compass to talk to. You and be like, hey, that shit is not cool. That shit is not right. But right. that's just my drama. But just don't don't feed into it because the more you feed into it, the worse it gets. But it, you know, the first step is getting rid of that fucking
1: cat. <laughs> Period. You and this cat. You
0: know,
1: I um, gotta do it. Weaponizing your children, I mean, no matter who you are, it's not cool. Military, not military. You know, it's not cool to do so. But if you feel like you need to talk to a superiors, there are measures you can take. Uh, I, if she is, you know, active duty, go up to the base. You know, find out who her, if she's a captain, maybe she, you know, she's the company commander. Then find out who the battalion commander is and write them an email or talk to them face-to-face to figure out what's going on. Um, if she's in Reserves slash National Guard, same. Find out where she drilled, find out what company she's in, uh, go talk to the readiness NCO or what have you, and they'll put you in touch with um, her, um, her superior. Because, I mean, everybody got a superior in the military. I don't care who you are. General got a superior. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, talk to them and you know, figure out what's going on, and you know, maybe uh, you know, I just hope I just hope it could work out for the kids' sake. A lot of time in these situations, the kids are the one that suffer. They gotta go back and forth between you know, mommy getting mommy's approval and daddy's approval. You know, wanting mommy to to like them and wanting daddy to like them, and then God forbid they like the new girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's a whole other situation. Now they gotta go through a whole another level of. But I like so-and-so. But I like her. Or I like him. He's not a bad person. So, you know, it's a a whole struggle. So, um, you know, for the sake of the kid, I I, I truly hope that you guys work it out. And she got allergies, man, with the cat, just get rid of the cat, man. That's another layer that you don't have to report for because it's a cat. It's okay. Just to – or when she comes over, you know she's coming over for the weekend. On Thursday – Put the cat somewhere else. You don't like, have somebody to cat sit for you. Right, exactly. yeah. Bored the cat. Right,
0: exactly. the cat. You know, clean the place up. On Monday,
1: you can get the cat back. But just on um, maybe a Thursday. Clean the place from top to bottom. Had right. a cat in another place. Don't and that's a layer that you don't... Right, you don't give her ammo to uh, accuse you with. You know, you got you to gotta play the game wisely. So, mm-hmm. hey, uh, I appreciate your letter. Uh, and uh, these last two letters are comedic. So... You know, not like they're like the, the basis of letters, but we appreciate all, you know, the fan mail, fan art, you know, whatever you do as a, you know, you listen to the show, you, you give us feedback, tell us we're doing great. Hey, we appreciate it. So one of them I will read because apparently this person didn't reveal who they were, but they said they knew me from Afghanistan. So she starts out the letter, but he or she starts out the letter by saying, fuck y'all. My baby's sleeping in the bed with me. So <laughs> apparently she's referring to the episode about spouse versus kids, where we talk about the baby sleeping in the bed with you, right? And so she was she went on to say, all the episodes are funny. Uh, I was in, she was in the Georgia National Guard. She met me uh, before uh, when we was in Afghanistan, because uh, the Georgia Guard came in to take over. Um she said I was funny then. Thanks um but uh, uh, at the time i had calmed down a lot because i was you know uh, helping out to i liked the chaplain that came in from georgia and i was helping out to build this church um but i was still hilarious so you know hey i appreciate the 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 family and the feedback and that you found me you know throughout this because I don't really keep in touch with anybody really from the Georgia Guard, so that was uh, that was outstanding that that happened. So thanks for listening. If you don't want your baby sleeping in the bed with you, that's on you. You know, long as it ain't messing with you getting your groove on, it
0: probably is. No.
1: It could be, and if it is, we will have to revisit this conversation. Says, contact me one on one, and we're gonna talk about this, oh. cause I have a serious point of view on the kids sleeping in the bed.
0: So letter six, it says, your episode, good job hero, was the shit. I laughed so fucking hard, especially when you talked about R. Kelly. I made up like six scenarios listening to that episode about R. Kelly crying. Then y'all talking about niggas in jail and how homie owe all this child support. Man, look, I was in tears. I wish you ladies great success. Keep the laughs coming. It's great to mix the serious with the funny. We appreciate you for listening. We thank you so much. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, we had a
1: lot of fun doing the episode too. Like maybe one of my favorites too is the Good Job Hero episode because, I mean, the the jokes about R. Kelly are, are never ending. I mean, he gives <laughs> us good material every week if we decided to come on and talk about R. Kelly, which we won't, mm-hmm. but if we did, he to- provides great material, even recently, <laughs> uh, because he went to the airport. I mean, because he went to the judge and asked if he could travel overseas. So uh, I won't make a joke about it. But if you do let him go overseas, the nigga not coming back. I just want you to know
0: this. <laughs> if I,
1: you if you grab me something to go overseas with, I ain't coming back. Ain't especially no ext-
0: if it's somewhere there's no ext- extradition. Exactly.
1: Why'd I come back to America to get in trouble? <laughs> Not.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and
1: take that and, and run with it. So, uh, Judge, Regina Thomas, what I think the judge's name is, I, I hope should probably look at he that.
0: Goes, if he goes overseas, I hope they're really big on stoning. So.
1: I'm the world's greatest.
0: No, don't even. I'm
1: that little.
0: That's what he's going to perform. No, don't even. <laughs> I I hope they stone him. I hope he's stoned with really big rock.
1: Aura! Don't give me more material, man. I can't handle it. I can't help myself. I got to make a joke about you. Big rocks. It's because you're from Chicago, too. So I feel like it's a necessity to make jokes about you because you're from Chicago. Like, I want to start gunning you from head to toe, but I won't do it. I'll leave that to the professionals that ride people all day.
0: We ain't going to... No, we're not going to give him no platform. Forget that guy.
1: We already have. So
0: we're not going to expand on the platform. (laughs) Fuck that guy. But
1: these letters just went to show that uh we are bridging a gap okay because the same things that everyday women are dealing with the same obstacles and the same physical combat or the same you know mental combat that people are dealing with we deal with too although we saw combat on a physical level mm-hmm. it helped us to come back home and combat again on a a mental level and on uh, the physical level, dealing with civilian obstacles every day. Even while we was overseas, we were still dealing with physical obstacles back home. You know, either mm-hmm. baby mama drama or or boyfriend drama, or you know, family drama, mm-hmm. or you know, people asking for money and stuff like that. Like we yeah. dealt with it all. I mean, definitely, people ask for money because you know, once you're in the military, they feel like you make a lot of money. You know, well, they, they think feel you, like they oh, you rich.
0: <laughs> like oh, you got it. Yeah.
1: <gasps> Oh, 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 y'all got money then. Okay, I was just wondering if you could let me have, woo, woo, woo.
0: And they come for you too. Like, oh, I just need to hold this. Uh, I need to help pay my rent until next. Nah. Yeah.
1: Nah. In the military is when
0: I learned to say no, no. You have to. Otherwise, you come home. Bro. You ain't got no money.
1: Man, you can save a lot of money overseas. Yeah. And so you come home and you have given it all away. That's a, a horrible feeling. So I learned to say, nope, uh-uh. Nope, uh-uh. When I was in the military because people just constantly ask you for, you know, money. And that's for anybody who is established and, you know, got their own situation going on. Mm-hmm. People feel like they just got money anyway. So they give them every sob story that they have. Like every, you know, $1,000 issue, $5,000 issue, $10,000 issue. They come to that person and ask them for, hey, I was wondering if you got, you know, $1,000. I mean, I wouldn't ask you on no other occasion, but, you know, I just got the situation going on. I just want... Everybody,
0: I'm like, where do they find the the gall, the strength, the, the vulnerability to just be like, hey, I'm just ask somebody for money yeah. like that? Like, it's hard that, for me to ask at that magnitude, like how, like the the amount that they ask for. It's not just no, I need a hundred dollars, I need fifty dollars. It's always something in a thousand, like. No, I need like a, I need like two, three hundred. I need five hundred dollars to to catch up with this. Or well, I need that was, I was a like, large well, amount. It's like, well, figure it out. How you would have figured it out had I'm not, you know, been overseas serving my country while you over here trying to serve yourself. Yeah,
1: or at least try to figure it out first. Like, let me know your courses of action at that point in time, and now I can kind of guide you from that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that everybody fall on a rough point. I got it, but at the same time, like, don't just use me as a crutch to. Uh, when you fall in that rough point, or okay. you feel like it's okay to fall in a rough point because like going will pull
0: you out of it,
1: you're right? You got a crutch all the time. Yeah. So um, that was an, an aside, but that is another <laughs> diff, uh, another issue that we deal with, uh, obstacle uh, as far as I mean, active duty personnel for sure,
0: yeah,
1: and also us on a, a local level deal with that every day. So if you as a battle out there, and we, we call we call you all battles. Um, got a situation that's going on, or you know, you know somebody in the military, you want to ask a personal question about the military, or you want to ask a question outside of the military. You know, you just want to ask us our opinion on the situation. Let us know. Give us a give us a um a email. Give us a DM. Let us tweet us whatever. Let us know how you feel about the situation, or if you agree or disagree with our situation. Holler at us. Let us know how you feel about it, how you feel about it, as you have already done. Tanisha B.,
0: how can they reach us? Hey, Battles, you can reach us at Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram as well as YouTube. Combat Divas Pod 1 on our Twitter account, Combat Divas Podcast at gmail.com. Combat Divas Podcast on our Facebook page. We'll see you all there. Bye. Combat Divas. Stomp your left, right, left, combat divas